Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday, the 31st of January. The US Federal Reserve meets today on policy. The decision is pretty much universally expected to be one of unchanged policy, and the focus therefore shifts to the press conference. Fed Chair Powell, who is not a qualified economist, nor indeed an unqualified economist, will give their views on what happens next. There is unlikely to be an apology for what has happened already, but economists live in hope. US headline consumer price inflation has fallen from a peak of 8.1% year over year to its current rate of 3.4%. How much of that can be credited to the Fed's policy of tightening interest rates? Remarkably little. Tightening rates has not slowed consumer credit growth. Low-income households are not standing at the checkout queue of Walmart debating what Powell will do with Fed funds before handing over their credit cards to pay for the essentials. Tightening rates has not pushed up unemployment, fortunately, which has been hovering below 4% for two years now. One might just about make a case that raising rates contributed to a weakening of profit-led inflation, but most of that was the consumer. Inflation in the United States has fallen because inflation in the United States was always going to fall. Inflation in the United States in 2024 will fall because the fictional price that owners equivalent rent is going to fall. Powell's Fed does not deserve the credit for this. None of this is to say that rates should have remained where they were, but if the ways in which monetary policy normally influences inflation have not worked, there are serious questions to answer about whether the last few rate hikes have achieved anything other than increasing inequality. What does this mean for the direction of policy? The Fed should stop tightening monetary policy. That means that real interest rates should not continue to rise. As inflation declines, the Fed should not seek to match that decline. Because economic data is less reliable, it is likely that the Fed will react to falling inflation numbers with a lag. That does make a March rate cut rather unlikely, not because it's not a good idea, but because the Fed will probably want more convincing evidence than they will have at that point. But come May, markets are likely to price in a steady rhythm of rate cuts. Some of the evidence to back rate cuts comes with the Employment Cost Index for the fourth quarter, which will be coming out today. Remember, the Employment Cost Index does not adjust for productivity gains. It's just an aggregation of wages and benefits. So it does not fully reflect the inflation or disinflation pressures in the labour market. Over in Europe, we have assorted preliminary January consumer price data from Portugal, France and Germany. There is an expectation of slowing inflation here. German December import prices were weaker than expected and yesterday's UK-British Retail Consortium shop price inflation measure slowed dramatically. As consumers increasingly resist profit-led inflation, retailers are forced to accept that margins, and therefore prices, will come under pressure. German December retail sales were weaker than expected, which does of course apply pressure to prices, 
But, this being German data, the previous month's figures were revised stronger. Upward revisions are so normal as to be almost the default with any German economic numbers. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.